My name is Kilo Loy. I'm the day shift manager on level five. I'm speaking to you from the command center on level eight. We are at this moment in control of the facility. Is that the best you got? How long we hang on, how far we get, how many of us make it out, all of that is now up to us. We have deactivated every floor in the facility. All the floors are cold. Wherever you are, right now, get up. Stop the work. Get out of your cells. Take charge and start climbing. They don't have enough guards, and they know it. But if we wait until they figure that out, it'll be too late. We will never have a better chance than this. And I would rather die trying to take them down than giving them what they want. We know they fried a hundred men on level two. We know that they are making up our sentences as we go along. We know that no one outside here knows what's happening. And now we know that when they say we are being released, we are being transferred to some other prison to go and die. And that ends today. There is one way out right now. The building is ours. You need to run, climb, kill. You need to help each other. You see someone who's confused, someone who's lost. If you get them moving and you keep them moving until we put this place behind us. There are 5,000 of us. If we can fight half as hard as we've been working, we will be home in no time. One way out! One way out! One way out! September morn, we danced until the night became brand new day. Two lovers playing scenes from some romantic play. September morning still can make me feel that way. Wookies and gentlemen, droids and girls, Ewoks of all ages, welcome back. To the Mandalorian Man presents Andor with Candor. And today, I'm here to talk about the brand new episode of Star Wars colon Andor. Episode 10, One Way Out. One 
way out. Everybody, one way out. All together now, one way out. You know, for someone who's known, most well-known for, for being in a motion capture suit, Andy Circus, with his eyes, like, he can emote... I guess he can emote so well that he can make like King Kong and Gollum and Caesar, all these characters, uh, and Snoke all, um, feel real. And it's because I think it's because the dude is just fantastic. That's right. I, I didn't say fantastic. I said, fantastic. I know he did his own. I mean, he's so good at the motion capture stuff. He did his own Jungle Book that was from, that they put on Netflix, not the separate from the John Favreau one. Never saw it, but I feel like I should. Um, I feel like I want to give this guy more and more uh, just props and respect. He was so he was the star of this episode. Yes, the show is called Andor. The series is called Andor, and it all revolves around Andor. But this was. Uh, this was Andy's circus today. Boom. Yes. Nailed it. Awesome. Uh, the episode picks up pretty much exactly where the last one left off. And just as I predicted, this is kind of, this was the day. This was the one. I said the trilogy of him getting to the, uh, realizing he's stuck in this prison to, you know, realizing that it's hopeless and they need to leave and convincing Andy circus to, them pulling the trigger and getting out. That's that, th- that three episode arc that, um, Andor has been giving us in these little, these little kind of mini adventures. And now there's only two episodes left and who knows, who knows where, where, where things will go. Uh, but let's not speculate. Let's not guesterize, which is a word that I'm sure I'm, I'm not, I can't be the first person to ever use it. It's not a real word, so I could be. Uh, but let's stop wasting any more time and talk about one way out. Andy Circus, you could see right away uh, his character, which I already forget his name. Yet I, I, didn't, I didn't take notes, but I downloaded the audio of his speech off of YouTube. I know, I know. Uh, usually I take it right off of Disney Plus, but I got a new computer today for work. That software is not working for me, uh, which is a bit of a problem going forward for me, but one that I will figure out one way or another. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. So his name is Kino Loy. I almost just said Kino Ray, not to be confused with Frito Lay, which is stupid because his name is Kino Loy. It says it right in front of me on the MP3 file. I need to learn how to read better. So he he's completely given up any hope of leaving and he's basically like completely just with what happened to Ulif um, he's completely bought into Andor's like we gotta do this and we gotta do this today. Like they Right after they left him, they're standing there and he's like, dude, we got to do this and we got to do this. You know, there's no waiting. 
they're, the guards, you know, they have, they have, these are the least amount of guards they're ever going to have. And they don't have, like, they don't have enough guards and they know it. Uh, I mean, they killed a hundred men just to, you know, because of these issues. It's now or never. And Andy Circus Kino Loy is like, you could see that he's given up any other options, any hope. And he told the other men, this is happening. We're done doing this shit where we are, we are, um, you know, we're completely fighting back now. We get one little moment with uh, the ISB security people, blonde lady. Uh, I want to call her Deirdre, Dinda, Donda, Dodo, something with a D, I think. Maybe a P? It's something with a letter. That much I know. And they are saying, you know, they, they, they did the plan where they have the, the pilot that they captured and they're going to use as bait uh, and everything's working as planned. But they said, you know, leave it, gonna, they were going to put it out there kind of to drag, to draw them in. And this one dude, uh, red head man uh, with a, with a kind of a cool mustache. Um, he was like, you know, don't you think it would make sense to go look at the ship because if, if they're watching us, if they're keeping an eye, if they're spying on things, it would look weird if we didn't do that because that's something we should do and would do. So we should keep, um, we should, you know, keep up appearances. He's like, that's a great idea. I don't, that's, that's not how he sounds. He doesn't, I don't know, all of a sudden I sound like, I don't know, like I'm part of the Thundercats or something. Uh, this guy said, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Uh, you should do that. Let's do that. And that's all we get of them, except for a mustachioed man we see later. Uh, so we jump back over to, oh, besides that, we also, we, we don't get a ton of stuff. We get and, uh, Andor and his group like, look, we need to do this. Let's come up with a plan. They know nobody's listening, so they're just going to come up with a plan. And Andor's already been kind of himself formulating something with a plan. Remember, he was trying to break into the water in the space bathroom uh, previously. And now they, all those guys know, like, look. Actually, Andor said something to to um, to Andy Serkis, Kino, uh, that Kino stayed with him. He says, I would rather die fighting them than die helping them make this whatever we're making that they need. Because he knows that he's going to die either way. So he'd rather die fighting them than die helping them, which was rad. Yes, I said rad because it was rad. And Kino used it and they're going to, they, they're like all in the whole group. They love it. I can't believe, like, side note, if you hear these weird little pauses and you hear, uh, all of a sudden I sound like this, I feel like in the middle of it, it's because it's like almost 10 o'clock at night, I just start going in these yawning fits and it happens in the middle of talking. Maybe I won't edit it at the other time just to see what happens uh, so you can come along with me on this journey of yawning. 
But we jump over to Mon Mothma. Actually, before we jump over to Mon Mothma, we get one little moment on uh, Ferex where we see uh, Andor's mom. Some friends are like, and they got the doctor and they said, hey, uh, you need to go look at her because she's not taking her medicine and she's not taking her medicine because she's, it's bothering her from eating. You know, you need to come look at her quickly, doctor. And while they go do that, while the doctor goes to do that, we see the woman who was working with uh, the Aldani group. I don't remember her name, uh, but she was the one who stayed behind to keep an eye on him. Now, in the Disney Plus, like when you go to the episode, she was like the art. So I thought, oh, she's going to have a major moment. She doesn't say a word. Uh, We don't get any other moment. It's just her looking at them. But at the same time, we see another dude watching. I don't know. I'm sorry. I do a podcast on Andor, and I don't know if I've ever seen this guy before. Right? We didn't. We've never seen this guy before. So is he? He's watching her as well, uh, Andor's mom, or is he watching the woman who's watching? I don't know. But he, you could definitely see he was. He had this look on his face, like I'm paying attention to something. You should look at me. So we jump over to Mon Mothmar, Mon Mothmar, Mon Mothma, and. She's with her her boyfriend, and she's with the dude who uh, Dabo, I think it was, who uh, didn't want, who she didn't want to work with, because he is, um, he's like, oh here comes the yawn, oh not not too bad, he's like, um, like a a, a a loan shark or something, you know, he's not a bank, he's not a businessman. He's a, a bully. That's what she's. That's what she claims. Now this guy didn't look like a hardened criminal. He looked like uh, Bruce Campbell. To be honest with you, for a moment I thought it was, except he was far too British to be Bruce Campbell. Uh, but this guy had, um, he had no qualms about giving them the money. You know, he's like, okay, we can get you the money. You don't want to go through a bank. You're looking for different uh, ways of funding. He goes, yes, for our charity. He goes, yeah, sure, for charity. There it is. There's the yawn for the charity. Um, sure, sure, sure. She goes, now, what will this ch- what will this cost us? He goes, uh, I don't, I don't want um, any. It's not going to cost any percentage, or there's no, you know, payback fee. Um, she's like, what do you, what do you mean? He goes, well, it's it's. Um, he goes, I only asked one thing. I asked to come back and visit here one day. And uh, she said, well, I mean, sure. He goes, you know, I have a 14-year-old son who I'd like to bring with me. And his basically his ultimatum is, look, I will give you this money. I will fund you this money at no cost if your, girl, if your daughter marries my son. My son's 14. They don't have to be, you know, betrothed. But, but I guess it wasn't betrothed. It was just introduce them, nudge them along. He's 14. She's 13. Creepazoid, uh, creepazoid alert, beep, 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 creepazoid alert. Yeah, I don't know how they do it in Spaceland, but that is a little young for my liking. Uh, but he was very much like, um, he was very, you could see he's like, the Empire is very much, uh, you know, making it harder and harder to, uh, to do this thing with our funds. It's your money, you should be able to do whatever you want with it. Uh, but 
um, oh, was it moving her funds? Whatever it was exactly. Uh, they don't want to go through banks, so it's going to go through him. And he goes, the empire makes it very hard to do this. Uh, you know, they they're they're they make up the game, and we're just playing it. Um, but you could see that the price of doing business was uh, the 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 he wants them to get together and the guy her her former boyfriend you could see he was like um i didn't know this was going to be asked uh, but he says oh i'm really sorry you know you'll you have a lot to think over she goes i'm not thinking about it he goes that's the first lie you've said all day so you could see that she's almost like hmm maybe i do have to, to do this and the rest of the time that's it for outside interference except towards the end for almost the rest of the episode we go to the prison and we get the the whole plan which is wait for a new man to show up um andor goes in and starts chopping at this at this pipeline to eventually flood the water and to flood the floor and i thought well isn't that going to make things see that that was the yawn paused i went quietly and um, you live through it. I'm going to try to edit the rest of these out, but I just want to let you know the sacrifice that I'm going through to talk to you about a, a space television show that is just effing excellent. Excuse my language. Uh, so they're ready. They're all in on this now. The whole group, not just the the, the group that works at Indoor's table, but the whole friggin' floor are in on this. Uh, new man's coming on deck. Andor goes in and tries to break up this the water. He tr- he's he's getting there. He's getting there. Two of the guys um, in at Andor's table start fighting, and that gets enough distraction, and then all hell breaks loose. They and before like the, the, they flood the floor, it actually shorts out the floor. The water shorts out the floor, so they they can't be touched, and they just get at the guards now. You think, well, these are prisoners, and these guards are just doing their jobs. But who knows? Like, Andor didn't do anything, and he was charged for six years. So that's the Empire. These guards are killing and, and not letting these these um, prisoners go. So that's the Empire. So it's unsafe, damn it. And I'm on the side of the prisoner. Um, they kill a bunch of guards. Okay? That's, that's just the way it is. They... they, they you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. That's what he should have said. He said, you, just, you can't make a space omelet without breaking some of those giant eggs that um, Luke Skywalker had. Didn't he have eggs in one of the, one of the sequel movies, the sequel trilogy? I'm really bad at this. So anyway, they um, bust ass. They're using all their... They have all this hardware, all this equipment that they're using. They're just throwing it at the guards. Uh, and, and there are sacrifices. Men are being shot. Men are dying. One of the guys in their group is killed. Uh, but they don't stop. They swarm over the guards to the point where the guards like are overrun. And Andor climbs up, grabs a gun, shoots one guy, shoots another guy, takes him out again, goes to this little command, this little control room, shoots that guard, and eventually Andor and Kino uh, get up to this control room where the guy you know he talks 
He talks like this the entire time. Now he's not. I don't know why. I'm Cajun all of a sudden, but he has he has the like the voice that is a mod, like like vo- vo- vocally adjusted. So it has a deep voice like this. This is the you know get the flow will be activated. But then the, you see the guy is like ah eh, he's just this kind of like nerdy guy who works who works there. Uh, they break into that room. And I love all the art on the wall. And even when we were in the ISB and they were talking about the the pilot, like they have this giant whiteboard and it's just, it looks like a bunch of gibberish. It just looks like a bunch of uh, radar stuff that I don't even know how it works, but it is cool to look at. So they break into this main room. Uh, He's like, you know, the guard's like, what are you going to do? Like, how serious are you? And he shoots one of the guards right there. Boom. He goes, you get my point now? I know he didn't say that, but something like that. And they um, they tell him, shut down the floor. Like, the only way we can shut down the floor uh, is with, um, you shut down the hydro. Well, you shut down the hydro. And they threaten these guys to the point where they shut down all the water coming through. And that shuts down all the power, which means the floors are now deactivated. And that's when they get, they send, they didn't kill these guys. Uh, and it, I think they realized they didn't have to because there's so many of them. They get to the, um, you know, the, he goes, all right, you're on. He gets Kino, the microphone. And that's when he gives this just freaking fantastic speech. And it's like one way out, one way out. And that's, I don't care how long the clip was at the beginning. That speech was worth it. And then they all, just make their way, run, run, running out. The guards at some point, they're not ready to fight back. The guards are just hiding because they're like, well, we, we can't stand a chance. So the guards are hiding. They run out after, and they're all getting to the edge, and they're like, let's go, and they jump into the water. And then the saddest moment is uh, Kino Loy looks over, and he goes, I can't swim. And Andrew's like, what? He goes, I can't swim. And before Andor, like I thought, Andor was going to go over, jump with him. He gets kind of shoved out in the in the hysteria in the crowd, and gets pushed in, and they're separated. And this might be that might be the end of Kino Loy, like his moment with Andor for a few episodes. It's crazy how you think how it's like you see these little pieces of people that Andor's met along the way that are kind of guiding him and shaping how he um, looks at the world and maybe how he looks at the rebellion and how he looks at the Empire. Not that he needs to look at the Empire any worse than he already does, uh, but it's like almost like Kino was here for this moment and for his, you know, what he does he has some small part in shaping who Andor becomes and eventually what the Rebellion does uh, that eventually gets passed on to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Star Wars, yippee. So he Andor falls into the water, and the last shot we see is Andor running off with that one other guy from his group that one dude who is with him in the group uh, in the movie Rogue One. So, 
That doesn't mean they, they, they stick together now because they can do anything like, I'm sure we'll meet again and they have to separate ways and then we know they'll meet again. Or they could become really close in the next few episodes and the next season because there is one more season, I believe, um, where probably he's much more in the rebellion. This is, this is kind of his journey to officially joining the rebellion. And I hopefully we get that at the end of this. Uh, because remember, the people in the rebellion are still looking to kill him. Like they're ready to take him out to, to cut up any cut out any loose ends. Uh, that doesn't mean that they will. Obviously they won't, but maybe um, he'll convince them. He'll change their minds. Uh, and maybe that's where this season ends and the next season picks up with them you know, working together. I don't know. Uh, but the end of this episode, we see Andor running off, uh, you know, free, free from the prison. But that's not how, that's not the only thing we do see. We see one other thing before the end of this episode. Remember Mr. Redhead, Mr. Mustache? I, I said that like I was going to start a song. Remember Mr. Redhead, Mr. Mustache? Like I'm ready to sing a, a rap. I didn't, I didn't uh, prepare anything. Uh, but remember him? Well, we see him heading down. Um, well, actually, before that, we see uh, Stellan Skarsgård meeting, talking with his partner uh, at the store. And she said there was a mark on the thing. Uh, you know, there was a mark left because it could have been an accident. It could have been old. No, he wants to meet you. Uh, and we're like, who? they say he wants to meet you. Um and it turns out that Mr. Mustache, Mr. Redhead, is who he wants to meet. We see him going down through these, um, you know, going really far out of the way to go um, down under, you know, like he was definitely not dressed like an imp- imperial, uh, you know, security person. And he went uh, down kind of where the where the dregs of society live going down, just making, covering his marks, going left and right, this and that. And then he goes in an elevator and he finds a Bluetooth or whatever they call it in uh, blue, you know, because they have blue milk. If maybe milk is blue, then Bluetooth is white tooth in Spaceland. Hmm. Uh, Spaceland, that's where Star Wars takes place. Like there's all these different planets, but it's in the land of Spaceland. Uh, you didn't know that? It's on uh, Wikipedia. Anyway. Uh, he puts on this earpiece and we hear Stellan Skarsgård. He's like, don't worry, um, you know, uh, oh, if this is a trap, type in this number. So I don't know what would have happened if he typed in the number. Maybe he just would have went to a certain floor. But he, it wasn't a trap. So he met, went down the, this elevator. While he was down, he talked all about what was going on. He talked about... Um, that they got the ship. He talked about the blonde lady. He gave her that name. He said how she's been putting two and two together, looking for access, uh, looking for help, you know, that had help with a thief, talking about Aldani. And he's like, oh, you know, we didn't take part in Aldani. We, they, we, it was offered to us, but it was too much. We didn't do anything, which was all lies because he, he planned the whole thing. Uh, so she gave him, and he talked about the pilot and how they have a pilot and how they're using it for bait all this information he gave him. And uh, then he gets down and they talk and Stellan Skarsgård looks so effing cool with his cape. 
just kind of like he looked like a, just a like a high plains drifter or something. I don't know. It's just that cape looked so cool, and I was re- really prepared for him to kill this dude, but sadly it was a little worse. So on the elevator he goes, "I hear you're a father. You have a daughter." He's like, "What do you, what do you what do you mean? Are you threatening my daughter?" He goes, "No, no, I'm congratulating you." This guy says, "Look." He tells Stellan Skarsgård, "I I want to get out of this. I need to be done with this. Um, I'm going. My 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 family has a mining job. I'm going to do that." He's like, "No, it doesn't. You can't do that. Uh, they won't let you leave that. And you're too important to us." Because I don't want to do this anymore. I have a daughter. You know this. I don't like be like this being my life. He goes, "You've been you've been far too um, you know far too valuable to the rebellion." Um, he's like. But he says to Stellan Skarsgård, well, you know, I have a daughter. What do you have What do you have to lose? He said, what have I lost? And he starts saying, I've lost love. I've lost humanity. I've lost this. I've lost that. I've given everything. When I started this 15 years ago, I was like, that's kind of cool. Give me a little timeline there. Um, you know, he kind of says he's given up his entire life. And he goes, you'll continue to work for us. Uh, they won't let you go. And you're too valuable for us. And he just kind of made it matter of fact. And the guy was just like, oh, okay. He had no, he had no, uh, repercussion or, you know, he had no recourse other than to realize he's trapped. Uh, so either he keeps working for the rebellion and hopes not, hopefully doesn't get caught or I don't know. It was, it was definitely some sort of veiled threat threat. Um, but that happened, and so now we know when every time we see this guy, he's working for the rebellion. The whole time I thought it was going to be the blonde woman, uh, but it was this guy. And I say that meaning I don't remember how many... I feel like we've seen him in in the office, hanging out in these meetings, uh, but today was his kind of like, hi guys, did you notice me? I've been working for the rebellion the entire time. Uh, which was cool. This episode was awesome. That was cool. The stuff with uh, with Mon Mothma was, was cool, uh, but everything to me revolves around that awesome speech that Andy Circus gave. Uh, Kino Loy. Kino Loy, goodbye, my friend. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know why I'm, I yawn so much? Because I'm getting tired now. I think I started watching this at 7.30. Uh, and now it's 1010. You think I would have been able to get, uh, this recorded sooner, but that never happens. Never happens. So I'm closing up shop. Uh, awesome episode. And it leaves, it's like, we kind of know what's going on with the rebellion with Mon Mothma. Uh, but we don't know what's going on with, with Andor. So it's cool. Now the, the kind of the next chapter or the final two moments of this chapter of this season are wide open. Does he go back to Ferex? Fenix, Ferex. Yeah, Ferex. I think he does. Um, do we see, uh, what's his name? Sealer, Silar, Solar, the, you know, the blue milk working, living with his mom, his overbearing, like, mom. Uh, do they cross paths? We didn't see him at all today. I think we do. I think we do. I think we will see that. I feel like it's all going to come to a head uh, in these last two episodes, or we'll get one kind of moment to, that leads up to the final, oh crap, here it all comes. Uh, this has been the best 
I think besides the 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 Mandalorian, which I love with uh, with with Baby Grogu, um, this this has been just the best. I think I don't know. I just I've enjoyed this so much that I feel like even people who aren't watching the other shows, they don't have to watch any of the other shows. They could just watch this one. And it would be very, I think it would be very satisfying for Star Wars fans. And scene. So, my friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com slash Star Wars. Oh, and I'm also on Instagram at a Geek Mentality. So that's it. I'm done. I'll be back next week to talk about this again and probably sing another Neil Diamond song again for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a Neil Diamond uh, cell, and uh, there's only one way out, and that's to keep singing. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing, uh, and may the force be with you. Let's go. Let's go! Fans not experts.